Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. How are you? I know how you're doing. It's 11.28 the a.m. on Monday morning. Gave you a little extra time to ruminate. Stew. Now it's time to recover from another freaking loss. Another Sunday, same old shite. It's getting old, isn't it? Getting real old. It's the same stuff. Can't be a good team. Can't compete. Lose in the second half. They ever heard of second half adjustments? I mean, this coaching staff, since they got here last year, have been blown out in the second half. This was 21-21 at, at, at halftime yesterday. What happens? 21 nothing in the second half. Tennessee Titans, 42-21. Thank you very much. Get the hell out of here. Now you're six and seven, and you're six and four. <clears throat> and you know, guys, and this is Bill Williamson. This is Believe in Raiders. This is Believe Podcast Network. They got three games against very winnable teams. Jacksonville sucks. Denver has a little hope. That's the final game because the quarterback car- Chargers are done. How Charger is that? They have the best game of their season. They blow out the Jaguars yesterday in Jacksonville, and then they get eliminated from the playoffs. Very Charger-like. So the Raiders can easily win these last three games. And then they'll be 7-9, and nine, and then it'll be, oh, hey, they're, they're a team on the come. And it'll really be like, well, so what? They couldn't win when they needed to. So it will create more false hope, like those three home games in a row against three bad teams created false hope. When they barely beat every one of them, they go to six and four. So, I mean, here's a question. You know, and I think we're going to talk about this a lot. And on the day that Antonio Brown, and we may have talked about this already, but now it's here and it's very real, we got to talk about it again. On the day that Antonio Brown was finally cut by the Raiders, and that was that was September 7th, it was a Saturday, opened up against Denver at home on that Monday night, the 9th. If you said, hey, if they're 8-8, eight and eight, be like, that's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Now... After they turned, they they became six and ten after beating, uh, excuse me, six and four after beating Cincinnati after ten games. If you said, okay, here's the deal: they've won three in a row. Uh, they have the third easiest remaining schedule in the National Football League, and if they end up eight and eight, 
That's a freaking disaster. Right? Go two and four with a third with a real chance at the playoff. And all you guys were saying, we're going ten and six. We're doing it. Maybe eleven and five. And I and I said, hey, that's real possible because of the schedule. But if you go eight and eight, and they and they just have to lose one more game to go eight and eight. And I do think they're going to lose one more game. I think they're going to finish eight and eight. That's what I think. I'm eleven and two in Raider picks this year. That's not good after being six and four. Now you can spin it any other way, but there's ebbs and flow of every NFL season for every team. And if you're six and four with a real opportunity to go to the playoffs, you have to take it. And you don't look back at the Antonio Brown thing. That's how I think it should work. So I'd be very disappointed if they're eight and eight. And I won't be that impressed if they're nine and seven because of what happened. Now, I'll be impressed if they're nine and seven and get in the playoffs because that's a different thing. That's an actual goal obtained. You see? And, you know, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. They can be eliminated if they lose to the Jaguars and then the Steelers beat the, the the Bills. And and both of those are probably unlikely, so they're probably going to go another week. But if you look at it, they're just the way it's built. I mean, there's only like one spot left for them. They're, the, the, the Chiefs won the division. That's over. And the Bills are going to be the fifth spot. So, and there's like, the Raiders are currently number nine. So there's like three or four teams ahead of them. Three teams ahead of them. It's the Titans, the Texans, and the Steelers. And what have those teams done? They beat the Raiders. So, yeah, it's just like, I, I just, it's the same old crap Let's read some uh, of my tweets as we like to do on Monday. I wrote right in the game, I did wonder what the rhetoric will be this week. And I think a lot of fans misconstrued that from what are the fans' rhetoric going to be. What are the fans going to be complaining about? And actually, what I was saying, what what's the rhetoric from John Gruden going to be? What's the rhetoric from Derek Carr going to be? Because sometimes I feel like those guys are selling snake oil. Selling bullshit. That's how I feel sometimes about those guys. I like them. You know, but come on. And Gruden complained about, you know, injuries. Every goddamn team has injuries. Yes, Brown was out. Yes, Jacobs was out. Okay, it happens. Foster Moreau got hurt later in the game. It happens everywhere. And his credit, Derek Carr didn't buy into that excuse yesterday. But I, I wasn't going to mention this that the Raiders won yesterday, but something I found odd about Derek Carr last week was that he told the media, you know, hey, we're the greatest star in the NFL when we're six and four. I roll. No, you weren't. That's the 49ers. Um, that's that's Lamar Jackson. That's <laughs> we're not throwing a parade because a team beat three bad teams at home to go to six and four. We're not. And then he goes, now we suck because we lost these two games. So I'm like, eh, I don't really like that. I don't really want my quarterback having that mindset. And then on Thursday, 
in an interview with an, a team employee, he says, hey, nobody thought we were going to win three games. Let's continue to prove everyone wrong. An NFL quarterback said that the week after his team was beat by a combined score of 74-12 to 12 in the last two games with first place on the line. Who are you proving wrong? Don't try to Jedi mind trick us into believing something that's not reality. But I was going to let it slide if they lost. But then, if they excuse me, if they won. But they went and they lost. And now they've been outscored in the last three games in with three big games, 116 to 33. By an, that is an average of 38 to 11. That is uncompetitive football. So just go out and don't even say this stuff. Now, I know there is a lot of people pissed at Derek Carr right now. I don't think he's the problem. I don't think he's, but I don't think he's the solution right now either. And that's a problem in itself. The fourth down thing, you know, where he could have ran it and he threw it away. That's just a, a moment in time. That could happen to anybody. I know he's been wanting to do that. But I'm not necessarily going to bang on him for that one play. And Gruden defended him, which is fine. But he just hasn't shown that he can overcome. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Derek Carr is really good when everything else around him is very good. When the ground game's going, when the when the protection is on point, that's when he's good. But it's not always going to be like that. And the quarterback is going to have to bail you out. And those are the guys that are superstars and win championships and get gold jackets. You know? And I, so is Derek Carr necessarily the problem? No, I can't say that. But he's probably not the solution right now. Can he be in the future? We'll see. But that's just kind of the way it is right now. And the whole, you know, oh, man, they're awesome in Oakland. Yeah, they were really awesome in Oakland yesterday. Fans are booing them. They bear, if they lose this game in their last game in Oakland, I don't know. I know there's going to be a lot of Raider, former Raiders. going to be a lot of former Raiders in that house. There is. You ought to go to that game. Let's, uh, I think the Raiders are going to win. I, I, I'm, I'm picking the Raiders to win. We're going to talk about it on Wednesday or Thursday, but I'm picking the Raiders to win. Okay, what else we got here? I only tweeted like three times after the game yesterday because you don't want to pile on sometimes, you know what I mean? The Raiders are 6-7 and seven with a minus 108-point differential. Think about that. That's disgusting. Disgusting. The Chargers are 5-8 and eight with a plus 38-point differential. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you may be like, oh, Bill, you're piling on because we weren't, weren't much expected from us this year. But they were 6-4 and four with the playoffs right there with an easy schedule, and I can't get over that. And that was the reality. 
Not was expected about the 49ers either, and now they're like one of the Super Bowl favorites. So go out and you have an opportunity and take advantage of your opportunity, and we didn't see that. And that's what is is, is not right, and it sucks. So, but, you know, maybe I'm being too hard. I don't think so. I think I'm being realistic. In addition to Derek Carr, everybody is most wanted is Paul Gunther. I mean, the defense has given up so another 90-yard-plus touchdown. That's the 12th or 11th, 12th one since he's been in Oakland. I mean, that ain't good. I don't know if Gunther gets fired. Vic Taper today answered a question on Twitter and said, you know, hey, maybe it's a mulligan. Um, you know, maybe Burfick being uh, suspended. Burfick is – nobody wanted Burfick. He was just a guy. He fits what they do because of the Gun- Gunther. But let's not act like the biggest loss in the NFL is, is, is perfect. I'm not saying Vic did that, but I, if that's the Raiders' mindset, they're doing it. You know? Um so I don't know. I, Paul Gunther doesn't have much talent. And John Gruden trusts Paul Gunther. So if he fires Paul Gunther, it's more of a scapegoat thing. I'd give Paul Gunther one more year. I would. I would. Um, you know, what else? The, the 2018 draft class, I'm th- thinking about them. They're not really making strides. I know Parker played yesterday. Colton Miller's been good, right? He's been good. He's been good, but th- th- that group is not making the strides we have to see. And remember, they played a lot last year, and I said in my other podcast, before my Believe in Raiders Life, Believe Podcast Network, I said, huh, are they playing because they're good, or there's just nobody else? And there may be some truth to that with this class, but I think this class is better. I think this class is going to make a better impact. I do. Maurice Hurst made a big play yesterday. He's from that class. You know, Worley had a tough day, didn't he? Um, you know, we'll see if they if Jacobs is back this week. We'll see. I mean, they may just shut him down. They may shut down Renfro. I mean, again, with the playoffs really very unlikely, we'll see. You don't want to get these guys too hurt unnecessarily, right? You don't want to see that. Jacobs is the rookie of the month for the second straight. He'll probably be the rookie of the year, and that's really cool, and that's good. It's great, and I like him. Why why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you? Another thing I'm talking about Gruden complaining, he complained about the road last week, saying how just terrible it was, the, the road, the most road team in the history. Here's the reality. The Oakland Raiders have played 13 games. Right? They played six games in Oakland. They're four and two. They've played what six games in on the road. What are they? What what are they? Um one in five? And they've played one game in London. A lot of teams have done that. I know they had the long stretch, but they got out of that stretch. So let's not use that as an excuse. Your season fell apart, John, because you couldn't 
maintain it after you win three in a row. That's what's the deal. It's not the road. And I want my head coach who's making $10 million a year, the most of any coach in North American sports a season, to not make excuses. A little news here. Um, Well, it's it's old news, but since we last talked, uh, Kaiser overtook Glennon for the number two spot. You know, that's big news before the season. Late in the season, it's not really that big a news. It's just, you know, it's just a thing. Um, they don't believe in Glennon. He'll probably be gone last year, next year. Maybe they'll see Kaiser. Don't I don't really want to hear, oh, maybe start Kaiser over Carr next year because that's not really the answer. If they if they move away from Carr, it's not they're not gonna it's not gonna be because of Kaiser. It's just not. So that's our show. I appreciate you. Hang in there. I know I talk tough sometimes. I but I, it's all the truth. And that's what I'm here for you. You need to hear the truth. I want you guys to be the smartest Raider fans on the planet, in the nation. All right, we'll be back Wednesday talking about the Swans on in Oakland. This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Believe in Raiders. This is the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.